Hello everybody and welcome back to this Move, Sweat and Suffer podcast. Unfortunately, you just have myself as the host for today because Lee Hazard, who we will no doubt rip into during this podcast, Sam and I, <laughs> has decided to pull out on us literally last minute. He's blaming his children, his wife, the cat, the dog, the weather, his notebook, his pen, his shoulders, his wrists, everything, because uh, he's not able to get it. But no, he's um, he's got some stuff happening with his family. He's got the uh, booster jab that he's getting and a whole bunch of other stuff. But we're privileged to have the one and only Sam Fitness Throstle here with us today. This is take two because... Um, the audio wasn't too flash the first time when we tried to uh, download and upload it. So what I've done, Sam, is I actually haven't gone back and listened to a lot of that. There's some key parts that, that I remember from it, which we will no doubt yep. speak about. But um, I thought this would be a good opportunity because it's been a few weeks and there's been quite a few changes. Um, or yeah. not changes, but yeah, a few things that you've been doing differently that it's been great to see with your training and mixing things up. Your consistency hasn't changed. But um, mate, it's great to have you back and thank you for being here, bro. That's, it's, it's an honor. It's an absolute <laughs> honor. So thank you for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> no, good. And it's great. I can hear your volume's nice and loud, so there won't be any problems with the, uh, with the audio. Sadly, we... Sadly, we probably just won't have the uh, the cheeky little comments or as frequently or the one-liners that Lee is known for. Did you know, um, just before we carry on and dive into your story, people are calling him and referring to him as the Billy Connolly of the fitness industry. <laughs> That's high praise. That's high that praise. is high praise. That's high praise. <laughs> but anyway, Lee aside and that, uh, that nonce for blinking piking out of this uh, podcast, how have you been, brother? How's everything going your end? Yeah, doing good, doing good. Um, I apologize for my voice today. Uh, Liverpool had a had a crazy, crazy football game. We scored in the last minute and I got a little bit carried away. And then I was like, oh no, my voice. <laughs> I saw that in your video when you're talking about it and you had the shirt on and everything. Oh man. Yeah, that's good. I eh? say so good win. It was a good win. Yeah, we needed it. That was we a good opportunity to jump to first. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. why my, I was screaming when we scored. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, man. And so I guess maybe, well, let's let's start with where you're at now, I guess, and then we'll get into some of the the backdrop and, and things that have happened, um, and particularly the one that I want to speak about in relation to your brother, because I found that really powerful. I've thought about that quite a bit since um, our first catch-up. But maybe if we could start with uh, your burpee slash training journey to date, like from here where you are now, because I've seen you, and I don't know how you feel, but I've seen you make massive amounts of progress in your journey since um, finding you on YouTube and then subscribing and following along. And then maybe if you can start, take us through where you're at now and just sort of sort of connect the dots for us moving backwards a bit. Yeah, sure. Um, so where I'm at now is I'm, I'm trying to train uh, uh, I'm trying to train burpees at least seven days a week, and I'm right. really aiming to get um, to 300 a day. Um, and, and I'm kind of following a little bit of what you've been doing, where you do a little bit throughout the day. Yeah. Um, I'm not able to record a lot of that because um, the kids and we, we don't like the kids on social media. So. Yeah. Um, but I've been incorporating kettlebells into into my routines, um, nice. and I've I'm massively in love with those. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's been a it's just opened my eyes to what's possible. Um, and it's a shame uh, Lee isn't here because I've got him to kind of thank for that because he no, has no, been no, pushing no, no, me. No, 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 no. There's no thanking Lee on this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> no, he, he's been pushing me. And he says, you know, if you really want to take your fitness to another level, you know, start incorporating stuff like the kettlebells and, you know, in, into in pull-ups and chin-ups. I got that um, got yeah. that bar instead of, uh, instead of what Derek likes to call my, um, the homeless burpee camp, that ridiculous video I put out. Oh, my God. I still can't believe I did that. Uh, it, the whole thing. It, it literally looked like that's where I sleep. Uh, <laughs> so, um it, and I'm like hanging off this tree and it's bouncing, bouncing up and down six inches and it, it just, the whole thing was ridiculous. I don't know why I did that. Um, so I've got, you know, proper equipment now to really, uh, to, to push on. Yeah, awesome. That's great, man. And it's looking really cool too. Like just seeing even some of your, the, the way that you're progressing and structuring your training. So maybe it's a couple of pull-ups or three or five pull-ups at a time, breaking them up as you go till you build that capacity and strength. And I think those are really yeah. good tips for people to, that are, I know of some people that are keen as to dive into it. 
but they're looking straight at the big numbers straight away and going, man, I can't do 100 or 300 or 500. Yeah. What's yeah. your tips or advice to them? You know, it, 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 so this has humbled me because I'm used to being able to pump out a lot of burpees because yeah. I've been doing them for a little while now. So having to come back and only be able to do two or three reps at a time has, has really made me realize how important it is to just humble yourself at the very beginning otherwise you mm. will hurt yourself nice. um, and just start off slowly but if you can do two or three and this is what I'm doing every time I go outside I'm going to the pull-up bar and I'm doing three chin-ups going off and doing my own thing and then coming back and doing that and I'm doing that 20, 30, 40 times a day yeah nice um, adds up right? it, it does add up and it, it's an unmanageable and, and I'm already I couldn't do three chin-ups consecutive when I first got that because I don't—I've never really trained them. Yeah, and I'm already can do six, and that's within a awesome. week. Awesome, that's awesome. So it, you know it, it adds up. So I, you know, for for folks new, looking at some of the people and what what they can do, don't don't think you can jump straight into that. It, it, mm. It's uh, just just take it easy, take it nice and slow, um, and that's what I've enjoyed about all of this is is just being able to let your foot off the gas a little bit. Um, still get the burpees in because I'm still yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um, and But just just get the reps in. And this is kind of going back to some of the videos and the, the podcasts that you guys have done. Um, it's just about volume throughout the day sometimes mm. if that's what you can do. Yeah, awesome. And I like how you've shared that because that's stuff that I see even uh, Osiris, Derek Towers do as well, right? Like we yeah. see him, follow him. Yeah. And I love the way he breaks those up and – um, I think there was one session that I saw, I can't remember exactly, but he did almost every round except for the last round unbroken of, with his pull-ups and his dips session that he did. And I thought, man, that's that's a testament to his consistency in the work. And same with you. like No doubt that that's what we're going to see. It's gonna, you're going to be whacking yeah. out unbroken sets of 10 or 15 or whatever those are um, just through the way that you keep showing up each day. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, carry, sorry, carry on. What, what else has been happening? Um, so not much really, just, I, I got my new kettlebell, uh, it's a 24 kilogram one, yeah. so that's pretty, that's opened my eyes a little bit to, to, to what that can do. Um, yeah. when I swung it for the first time, I almost took me off my heels. <laughs> um, so, but I'm still, you know, I'm, every video I do with the kettlebells, I'm asking folks who are watching, just, you know, look at my form cause I'm trying to improve it. Cause I know this still, I'm hunching at the, at the top a little bit on my back. So I'm working on getting that straightened out. Yeah. Um, but just just trying to continue trying to get it in as much as I can one thing that I've been doing is I've I got into a habit of only working out when I could record yeah okay yeah and everything's been quite busy the last probably two or three weeks for me with work and the kids and everything yeah and then I realized yeah it's what a ridiculous thing to, to think you, you if you've got an opportunity to do a little bit go ahead yeah. and do that so I've been relaxing my kind of my stress levels I guess because it, it did get a little stressful really focusing on you've got to you can only work out when you record because you've got to get that content on YouTube it's important yeah. blah 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 whereas you just got to take it back and think why are you doing this you're doing this for yourself mm. you know it, it, that's number one you're doing it for yourself and that's why I created my YouTube channel was for, for that level of accountability um, and number two you're getting what you're doing out there. You're meeting folks in, in this incredible community. Yep. Um, and, and you're helping inspire people to do that. So that, that's number two. But number one, always think that it's you're trying to better your fitness goals, your life. And, and, and yeah, and that's, that, that's number one for me. That's awesome, man. And, and that's sort of that's a nice lead into the next question that I wanted to ask you. So what got you into this high rep calisthenics in the first place were you what was the catalyst um i was overweight um and i'd never been overweight in my life but ever since like how you know, much I, overweight I, what, are, what are we talking here like so i've two always weighed overweight no i was yeah. it was quite a bit worse than that i i've always weighed around the 165 pounds and i'm six foot one so right. about 165 has been what what, what um, i always attribute it back to when i first met my wife so yeah, I was right, okay. in, in, in decent shape at that point um, and 165 so January of this year I was up to 195 oh wow and 
some of that was because the pandemic, I was working from home, I wasn't moving around as much, I was snacking a lot. Um, I just got myself into this really, this, this funk. And I said, you've got to do something about this. Yeah. Right. And at that point, there was, you know, the gyms weren't open. And so I started looking around on YouTube and that's when, you know, you find Iron Wolf and, yeah. and the Burpees King. So they were the first um, two that you found? They were the first two that I found. I think actually the first one I found was the Burpees King. Right. Um, and, and I was blown away by some of the stuff he did. But then Iron Wolf came quickly because I think he did a collaboration with him. And then I looked into Iron Wolf and I was just like, whoa, this guy's gone to a whole nother level. Yeah. So then I started trying to do what Iron Wolf was doing. I wasn't warming up properly. I wasn't eating properly. Like I was eating the pizza before doing, trying to pump out 200 burpees and I'd be dead, dead. Um, and it, it didn't take long for me to hurt myself. And I, yeah. I, I hurt my wrists pretty badly. So I was a month off. So it, in my mind, I was like, right, you've got two choices. Stop trying to do what you were doing and just go back to how you were or use this time to learn to research and and kind of understand what you need to be able to do to get to that level and and that's what I ended up doing awesome man that's so you during that month off you're saying is that when you took the time to just research a little bit more and start working things out yeah I realized in order to start doing high rep stuff I needed to strengthen my wrist so I, I f- first went to um stretching mobility yeah. youtube channels um and then I was I was stretching for about an hour a day um, yeah, right. And doing and various kind of exercises, flex exercises, and all that stuff. Um, yeah. And it, it didn't take long before I, I started to feel a lot better. But I realized I needed to incorporate that into the workouts that I was doing as well. Yeah, okay, awesome. No, I'm glad you mentioned that. You should maybe share some of that research and strengthening the wrist with Lee. I don't know if you saw his latest video. He's, I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Help him strengthen his, his – he uses the term glass wrists um, – it makes me laugh. So it's like, yeah, he, he better start strengthening his wrist so he doesn't worry when he leaves his wrist wraps at, uh, at work. <laughs> Crack up. But I love how, because I must admit, some of your um, burpees, particularly I noticed when you jump in, reminds me of Burpees King. That guy is so light on his feet, right, when you see him. Like yeah. he's, he's quite a unit. But when you see him, it, like he, it's like he floats was yeah. the term that one of the guys that we had on here, Elijah Nichols, spoke about. And so when I see you jumping your feet in and back and in um, from the burpee element itself, it sort of reminds me of that. Is that where you've, I guess, because he was probably one of the, the first person that you saw or you mentioned, do you find yourself uh, adopting traits of, of people that you maybe see or that you like their pattern or their rhythm? Do you do that? I do, yeah. And I think... Yeah. I, I've looked back at, at, at my videos and and I think I do have some similarities to how he does it, especially as he comes up because I kind of lift, put your hands up a little bit and then yeah. step up. Yeah. Um, and I love that because it, like you said, it's that smoothness mm. um, and it's this this kind of consistent movement between the the I guess the, the counts between the, the the exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. And I really enjoy doing it that way. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I think it is influenced by some of the videos I've watched from the Burpees King. Yeah, definitely. Cause I, and I like um, also we had Greg Molden on who spoke about and acknowledged Iron Wolf, <clears throat> the stuff that he does and has done. Um, but also I see that when people do their counts, you know, there'll be that down, one, two, three, four, five, and then they'll count. And it's just, it strikes me, it's, it's amazing the influence that, people can have on on other people and that's it's not you know that what are they what's the saying that imitation is the highest form of flattery yeah. um but it's it's great that even the comments that you've mentioned not necessarily to try to be like the other person but i love how you brought it back to why you're doing this in the first place you're doing yeah. this for yourself and so oh sorry before i forget so you're 165 you got up to 195 what are you now so I'm now about 170, 172. I hover between yep. there. I, I've I've got myself feel to a good. good yeah. yeah, yeah. And a, a big thing that changes diet too. Um, I'm 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 not incredibly strict. I believe in the 80-20 rule, where yeah. you eat 80 percent healthy or as healthy as you can, and then 20 yeah. percent you have fun. Yeah. Um, so I I'll I'll put away a pizza with no problems, but I just know <laughs> the next day you got to work a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a actually that's a good point. So. 
that's good to hear your take on nutrition. So what's what's a typical sort of day for you in terms of nutrition-wise? Like, are you an intermittent faster, or do you eat the standard three times or six meals a day, or how, do, how does that flow for you on a typical day? Um, so I'll give you two examples. So when I was losing hmm. weight, I was very strict. So yeah. when I was really focusing on getting down to a good number, I was incredibly strict, and I did an intermittent fast, uh, 18 off six yep. on six on yep. and i would i would only eat twice during that six hour period um and i would always work out for in a fasted state yep and i even threw a few water fasts and i think i did a three-day water fast as well yeah um but now a typical meal for me or a day for me would be um i don't eat anything in the morning because my day starts at 5 a.m yeah so okay. i don't eat anything in the morning do the kids get them off to school um, and then I work out around, sometimes before work, sometimes on a uh, lunch break. Um, and I won't have anything before I work out. And then I'll have two things. I'll have a smoothie with, um, I sometimes have protein powder. It depends what we're having for dinner that day. Yeah. Um, and something else, usually eggs, beans, and, and some fermented product. Um, I'm a big, big fan of fermented products. I make them myself. Yeah, right. Um, and or on the on the flip side, I'll have some Greek yogurt with some high protein cereal. Um, and then dinner, dinner is never structured. Dinner is just whatever we have in the you know, because we cook probably five six times out of a week. Yep. Do you um, do most of the cooking, or your wife? Um, I do, yes, but my wife has started to get involved in some cooking, um, yeah. which has been really fun, uh, tasting what she's been making, um, so that's been really cool. Yeah, there hasn't been any, uh, so she's doing well, she gets... Yeah, yeah, she, she's doing really well. She she made a quiche, um, which Lee's been making fun of me because he doesn't like quiche, but it was it was unbelievable. It was it was the best quiche I've ever had, so... Yeah? Yeah. Nice, well, that's good to know, good to hear, because I, I think from memory last time we spoke... It, wasn't it, or maybe it still is, it's you that does most of the cooking? Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah, love okay. to cook. Yeah. yeah my Instagram yeah. originally was a cooking cha- uh, Instagram. It oh, was to wow. kind of just showcase some of the stuff I was making. But but, but food-wise, I'm not strict. I don't count calories. I don't, I don't do yeah. any of that. I have a good idea for what my intake is. Yep. Um, and, and I weigh myself a couple of times a day, so I know kind of how much I've fluctuated. Yep. So, and if I've... Like if I've gone on a bender and just gone crazy that day and, you know, gone way over what I should be eating, I'll put a little extra in the next day. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool, man. And I think that's good for people to, to hear and to understand as well. Like, yeah, I'm not a calories counter as well. I'm pretty sure Lee isn't. Um, but it's interesting to, once you find or get into that rhythm or get into that space, which it seems like you are now <clears throat> at your, what is it, 170, 171, thereabouts? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a lot easier to maintain. And again, I think, and I'd be keen to hear your thoughts, I, I find that it's just through that work and that consistency over time, like um, Jared Miller shared, Emi Vass. Um, and I think for those that step into that, is that something that you found or discovered in your research when you were perhaps not even not even when you're injured, but even since then, is that something that you've come across that's sort of been a staple for you? That you've gone okay, that like a maybe a light bulb moment. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe you you were already aware of it. But has that helped you in terms of whether it's programming your training or whether it's turning up each day, just whether the video is on and you're recording or not, to understand that what I do today will impact either the rest of the day or the or the rest of the week is there are those things that sort of go through your head yeah absolutely and mm-hmm. i think one thing i've noticed is i can go because i work out almost daily yeah um i can go on a bender and go mm-hmm. crazy and have a, a complete overload of 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 calories and be okay that my weight doesn't fluctuate that much mm-hmm. because as long as you go you continue the next day and you get back to how you you typically are yeah, there's no difference whatsoever. Um, I mean, like for Thanksgiving, I went crazy for Thanksgiving. I had to, mm-hmm. I couldn't move. I had to lay down for two hours. Um, <laughs> I hate to think. Yeah, I hate to think what my what the calorie count was, but yeah. I was like, oh Christ, I'm probably have just put on four pounds. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna have to put. I I didn't gain anything because yeah. the next day you get back to work, you 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 know you you control yourself a little bit more. Mm. 
and I don't see any issues. Um, yeah. I think the problem is, is when you get back into the habit of eating like that in a daily basis. Every day, yeah. Because the yeah, thing is, that as long as you cut out stuff like soda, because I don't drink soda at all, um, some of those really unhealthy things that are quite easy to avoid, Yeah, I think you're fine. Yeah. Cool. No, that's great. I'm glad that we spoke a bit about the nutrition side and to get your perspective. I'm keen to jump back into your training now incorporating a bit more the kettlebells and that sort of stuff how are you so how long has it been since you've been using i know it's been at least a couple of weeks maybe a bit more has it um actually only a week oh only a week using yeah just a week yeah and how have you have how have your joints and or your uh muscles and that felt when you've when you've finished doing those sessions in combination with the burpees definitely a little more sore because you know, I'm using parts of my body I, I you don't use much when you're doing burpees um, yeah. but I think that's part of what I enjoy about it is you know it's made me realize there's parts of my body I need to strengthen mm. and there was I think I was um, creating a bit of an imbalance yeah um, so but I'm loving it you know yeah. that, that that pain is what drives you I think because you know once you feel that pain the gains are there you know you, yeah. you're working your muscles harder than they're used to um, and, and, you know, I've seen, a, I've seen a big difference. Awesome. And how, how are you going then with, I know it's early days, so it's been a week. What are you doing? Are you finding that you're doing anything different with your recovery to try to, as opposed to what you would have normally done when you weren't incorporating the weights and stuff or the kettlebells in this case? Not <clears> really, <throat> no. I've just been, I've been making sure my nutrition's on point. Yep. Um, so I've been a little, a li- a slightly more stricter in, in that regards because I know that n- nutrition is really important as mm. when it comes to recovery. Um, and sleep is always shot because I, with three kids, they have me up all hours of the night. So for, forget about the sleep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've just been stretching a little bit more, focusing yeah. on nutrition a little bit while we get through that first two weeks of, of soreness. Um, yeah, okay. And but yeah, no nothing changed too much. No ice baths or ice showers or... I do ice showers every day anyway. Um, that, yeah. That's a normal part of... Um, I love those. Those get, are harder than the yeah. workouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, I, I have... Yeah, my showers are always just cold. I don't... have. I haven't... Uh, oh, unless it's really, really cold for some reason. Um, I don't turn it to the hot, so I don't do that cold, hot, cold, hot thing. Um, yeah. I just usually have a cold cold shower um, as cold as I can or if I'm feeling extra sore or tired then I get the ice blocks out of the the ice cubes out of the freezer and chuck them in the bath and lie in that for 20-30 minutes or so but um, no I've I've been finding that that helps especially with getting back into using some of the weights myself incorporating them with burpees and stuff like that felt a little strange because it's been quite a while but also feeling good as well, so I can relate to some of the stuff that you've mentioned there with regards to the soreness awesome. and uh, and getting back into it. I um, fermented products. Sorry, I'm jumping back and forth. I, I thought I was past the, the food, but I noted down. <laughs> you said you make your own fermented product. What are you talking about there? Yeah, so I food's a big part of my life, and that's why my restrictions around food will, will never be significant. Um, yeah, and. I love to experiment with different stuff, so I've always been fascinated with some of the older traditions around food, um, yeah. and, and ferment, fermentation goes back many years. I mean, the bread that we eat today is fermented, mm. um, and so I make my own sauerkraut, make my own kimchi, um, do lots of different stuff with, with different breads, um, and there's a carrot and ginger f- fermented product, which... Yeah. I think I think is magic. It's basically zero calories, but it is so good for you. Yeah. Um, and you know you get the probiotics and all that good stuff from it. Um, is so that I have a, Oh, sorry, sorry, go. No, no, it, it, you just just it's it's really good for you. Um, it's next to nothing in the calorie count. A little high in the sodium count, um, but it's a scoop of that every day. It'll keep yeah, keep right. you good. And is that? More is that stuff more for because I don't know is it around gut health and stuff is that what it's for or just yep it, it and you know from my research none of this has been scientifically proven but um from from my research a fermented product helps absorb nutrients better 
So you get oh, more okay. out of, so like if you've got a fermented um, carrot, you get more nutrients out of that yeah, absorbed into your you body. Normally, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. Um, so your Instagram channel was originally a food one. You found yourself, you were at 165, back to your wedding day, then you got up to 195. Now, that point there, sorry, just coming back to that catalyst point, was that you yourself thought, man, I'm not where I used to be or where I want to be, or were there comments or things that came about? reason I ask that is because, you know, I guess social media these days, it's so easy for people to point fingers and, and say stuff. Is that, was this more sort of self-driven? You just either woke up one day, looked in the mirror and went, what the hell's going on? Or were, were there comments that people were making that sort of added fuel to the fire? It was very much self-driven um, because it, it, I knew how I was starting to look, like my belly was starting to just stick out. I would sit down on the sofa and you could put a beer on it. I mean, it was, <laughs> it, it was, it was ridiculous. And I, I, I just looked at myself and I was like, you got to do something. And, and did you, a big, sorry, I was going to say, sorry to cut you off. And you. Did you put a beer on it? Yeah, I would lay. I would lay back on the sofa at night, and I would pop the beer on, and they, there you go, you're good to go. And I was just like, Jesus, Sam, what the hell are you doing? Um, you know, and a big motivator was the kids too, because my kids are getting older, mm. and they, you know, they want to do these activities. And me, I'm like a, I'm like a kid when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Um, like I take my eldest to a ninja lab, which is like for the ninja warrior stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, like a lot of parkour stuff and all that. Yeah, stuff, right? yeah. and I want to do that with him, but mm. if I'm unhealthy. I'm going to miss out on a lot of that. So my kids were a huge motivator for me to, to, wow. to get back into shape to where I can do stuff with them like I used to be able to. Awesome, awesome. And how many children do you have? Is it three, did you say? Three, yep, three under. My, my eldest is six, and then I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Right, yeah. I think I've seen one of the videos where they're on your back and you're doing a few push-ups and stuff with them. That was cool. That's cool to see. Hey, um, so what does your wife do when she's not, being allowed to cook quiche in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> she well, so so she she works from home full time, um, and oh, so wow. she does her own thing. But she yeah. she doesn't really work out. She just, you know, looks after the kids, gets on with things, and yeah. It's a bit of a workout in itself, eh? Looking after the kids and maintaining sure the home is. and looking yeah, after the sure husbands. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I'm like, a, I'm honestly, I'm like a kid myself. <laughs> no, that's great. Hey, and just speaking about family, that's that's great to see. We'll probably come back to to your situation and maybe uh, m- might ask, prepare yourself, might ask how you two met, how I met your mother type situation. But um, <laughs> how, you know, family and all that sort of thing, we, we touched on and I really appreciated, or both Lee and I appreciated your rawness and openness with us. But it's a, a very um, sensitive topic and I would I was wondering if you wouldn't mind speaking about that again uh, because I believe it was a seven year anniversary since uh, with regards to your brother and maybe you could talk us through that because the part of the intent of this Move Sweat Suffer podcast yeah it's it's great to hear about individuals um, stories when it comes to their training what they what they've done how they've researched like you how they turn up each day how they put in this work etc but it's also really cool Lee and I find anyway, and hopefully for our listeners, to learn more about the individual. There's there's a heck of a lot more to the people that we see on the videos that are just getting up and down off the ground doing burpees or lifting or doing yeah. incredible things each day um, than, than what we see. And I guess that really was quite impactful for Lee and I. Um, obviously, neither of us knowing that and un- having an understanding of that. But family, each of us has, a, has uh, or comes from and has family involved in our lives. And sometimes they they can either um, motivate us, or they can you know sometimes we're not. I know I haven't been the best family member a lot of times with some of my family and that sort of thing. But I guess in your case, what I found really touching and and sad at the same time, but great to see how you've been able to move forward. But also sorry for you to a degree as well with some of the stuff that you shared. And I was wondering if you wouldn't mind speaking, just taking this time maybe to acknowledge your brother again and some of your journey in that because we all carry things with us each day that we're trying to move through and I think maybe or we feel that through you being open the way that you were and are and sharing that that could that could potentially help somebody else that might be on the other end listening as well so yeah absolutely absolutely like 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 you said I've been in, in, inspired by 
so many people's stories and some of the struggles mm-hmm. that they've been through. Um, you know, and it, it's and I can relate to some of that because yeah. what you're referring to is my brother passed away from a heroin overdose um, mm-hmm. seven years ago, uh, November seventh. Um, so you know that was a, a an extremely traumatic time. Um, you know, my wife and I were um, we were talking about having a baby. Um, you know, so there was a lot of stuff going on, mm. um, and it was in a very dark place for, for for probably two or three months after that. I was um, I kind of shut myself off from society. I was drinking too much. Um, I wasn't working. Um, there was there was a, it, I was in a really bad place, um, mm. and I owe a lot to my wife for helping me through that. Um, and the the idea of having a child was a big part of getting me through a lot of the pain I was going through. Um, But there was a part of me, once I kind of got out of that depression that I was in, because it was depression. Um, You know, I was miserable. Every day was painful. Um, You know, there was a part of me that was at peace with what happened because my brother suffered for such a long time. Um, You know, he didn't just suddenly start taking heroin and and Mm. passing away. It was a, a, a many, many years of, of struggles that he went through. Um, yeah. And so there was, I became at peace with what happened because his struggles probably were never going to go away. Um, and there was only seemingly one path that he was going to take, and that was the path that happened. Um, so he's, I like to think that he's not suffering anymore. And he's, I'm not religious, um, mm-hmm. but I... I believe in something out there. Um, so I like to think that he's at peace now and he's happy and he doesn't have to go through those struggles anymore. Yeah, nice. And I, I loved, um, you know, just thank you for sharing that again and for going through that because, you know, we've had, you know, people like Rob Williams come on here, spoke about the loss of their, his child and that sort of thing. Um, it's really, yeah, it's rough. I can only imagine... Uh, well, no, I can't imagine, to be quite honest, because I haven't experienced that, but I appreciate you sharing that because I know that there'll be other people out there that can that can acknowledge that. And one of the things that stands out for me, um, Sam, is when you spoke about you and your brother did, wasn't the greatest conversation, right, that you guys had um, prior to, yeah. to that? This is, this is one thing that will, will never leave me was the, the last words that we spoke were, were in anger with each other. Mm. Um, or I shouldn't even say that. That's not even telling the truth. It was we. I had called my parents, and he had picked up, and we had been in a fight before. And he reached out an olive branch, and and I didn't want to talk to him. And I I said some words I sh- I shouldn't have said, and those were the last words I ever said to him. Mm. Um, and it was only a couple of days later that it happened. Um, you know, so that's a pain that I'm that I live through every day. Mm. Um, but to touch on how burpees impact that, yeah, one of the yeah. things I love about burpees is while I'm doing those exercises, my mind is blank. And what, I, what I'm focusing on is what's happening in, in the present. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a friend of mine, Ed Hoffman, made a video about how burpees have helped um, his mental health and how they can help mental health because... It's it's an opportunity for when you're putting yourself through the pain that you put yourself through when you're doing burpees. It's an opportunity mm. for your mind to be clear, and it's not often you get an opportunity for that. Wow, that's great! Um, I love that you shared that. Um, feel for you, bro. Uh, in terms of you know what that weight that you carry, I I cannot imagine. Um, but I'm grateful that you've had the courage to share that today because I know that it will be helpful. I I don't have any words that that I feel would be able to counsel you in that, but other than the fact that the example and the way that you show up each day for our community and what you do and what you put out there and you sharing this, I have no doubt is going to help others. There may be people that, you know, that may be going through a similar situation with their loved one and they hear this and they go, bloody hell, like life's too short or all that sort of stuff. So really just want to acknowledge you and and appreciate you for doing that, Sam. Thank you very much. Thank you. so who? So back to your wife. How did you two meet? How did you guys meet? Um, so we met through a friend of mine at work, um, who's actually now my brother-in-law. Um, oh. And he, he basically said, "Hey, you know, you would really like uh, my wife." 
um, you guys should meet. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. I know if Lee was here, he would he would be saying now. Hang on, he didn't say you would like my wife, eh? He's talking about that you're saying my, my wife, future in wife. Terms of future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, 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 my future <laughs> wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. That definitely sounded wrong. <laughs> I was like, hang on, you, hey, Sam, you would really like my wife. I was like, oh, hang on. <laughs> okay, go. Sorry, carry on. I know Lee would have picked up on that. He would have jumped on that. So I'm trying oh, to play sure two would. roles here. I'm trying to play the good guy, which is me, and Lee's the bad guy. <laughs> so, yeah, at the end, so that's kind of how it, um, how it happened. And we, we, we had a first date, and, and things just, just went from there. And, and here we are. Eight years later. Awesome. Yep. Eight years later, three children in the bank. More to come? Three ch- no, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. Three is definitely enough for me. So, so is that a mutual agreement between you and your wife? Both are like, call it quits at three is enough? Or Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she doesn't yeah. want to have more. You, you, you're both happy with that? She, you know, she talks about missing the the baby stage because now yeah. my daughter is well into her twos now, and she's yeah. she's a little troublemaker. <laughs> um, so, and but she t- she talks a little bit about missing the baby stage. Um, yeah, and I'm just like, nope, I'm not even thinking of it. <laughs> it's hard case. Yeah, I, I um, my wife and I we're, we're blessed with six children. I would oh, have had crazy. twelve. I would have had twelve if, if she would have let me. But uh, I don't know how she, you do it, Joe. Said, no. That's crazy. <laughs> would have been would have been great if we had uh, if we if we had twi- like twins, but yeah, we were, six sets of twins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six sets of twins. We would have had twelve, but oh anyway. My God, um, no, that's cool. Very cool to hear, um, and great to great to hear that that little backdrop story as well. Hey, I have a question. Who? So who are you sort of following um, or paying close attention to recently? So say over the last. Hmm. Say say the last week or two. Who are you sort of paying close attention to in terms of their training? Where are you drawing your inspiration from? Um, and how is that? How are you finding that affecting you with with regards to your training and, and mentally as well? Um, I've been you know I always follow you. I I, I watch every video oh, that you put out. Um, that's a great answer. No. <laughs> it's true. It's it's really it, it's uh and actually I after we talk about this I've got a little bone to pick with Lee as well. Okay, um, yeah, good. So Let's we can, do that. So we can get him. But um, <laughs> yeah, you I your videos are unbelievable. What you achieve is is, is unbelievable to me. Um, and then and then there's our friend from the Netherlands who I cannot pronounce his name and I don't yeah. want to butcher it. Um, Gastra is the last name, right? Yes. Is, yeah. Oh, He's incredible. He is eh? unbelievable. It's number one, just an amazing guy. Yeah. Uh, just a genuinely nice guy. But there's some of the stuff that he does. I mean, I'm really enjoying watching his uh, his handstand uh, progressions yeah. and stuff. Because um, I do a little bit of the that kind of calisthenics. I do some static holds and stuff on the dip bars. Yeah. Um, but. Oh, he's unbelievable. And the way yeah. he's tackling Iron Wolf's December Challenge, the advanced version, get the, get out of here, man. I, I can't. And then he, he said he, his form wasn't that good in one of his videos. So he, he threw in another couple of rounds. <laughs> so he's blowing me away. I'm really, I'm really enjoying watching some of his stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's, your, you know, the James Bruce, what he puts out, Tone, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lee's videos when he's not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, we're going to pick the bone. What What are we going to say about Lee? What What are we getting into him about here? So I've been hearing Lee say that he found you, oh, and yeah. he's the one. Who, and I, I'm like, Nah, Lee. <laughs> Derek found you first, <laughs> and then I came in on the scene about two videos later and I've gone back and looked yeah. Lee hasn't Lee doesn't start commenting on your videos until a month and a half after me and Derek start commenting on your videos <laughs> and I went back and looked at some of the videos I did and I threw a couple of shout outs f- to you because of what you were doing <laughs> and and I feel that helped get you out there a little bit because <laughs> yeah. I think when I found you, you had like eight subscribers or something and I was like he's <laughs> doing the most ridiculous stuff and he's only got so yeah but so Derek found you and then right. I came in a couple of videos later um, and, yeah I knew and, it wasn't Lee <laughs> <laughs> that guy just wants to jump on we've been having um, 
some quite funny banter back and forth. Anybody that he says he discovered, I, I'm just joking. That, no, I found them first. But knowing, <laughs> knowing full well, I didn't discover anybody. <laughs> but it's been awesome. And, and yeah, you're right. Like, it's been really appreciated having people like yourself, people like Derek, um, Rob Williams, and, and even Lee that have come along and uh, just been so supportive. And that's, that's the thing, that's the constant theme that I find and see in this community is just the support um, and acknowledgement of each other and, and reaching out. Um, I love that. And I'm keen to get your thoughts here. So here's another question for you. Um, I've been really taken and, uh, and happily taken by the comments <clears throat> and questions of the requests for feedback that people have been putting out there in relation to their form. And I'll use an example. So Burpees Bandit um, used, puts out and, and he's been asking for feedback on his form. I know you do with your stuff. Um, but I, to be honest, I, I haven't really seen a lot of people do that. Probably you're one of the regulars. Burpees Bandit has been one of the regulars. Busy Dad actually has, has been another one that um, that I see and hear ask for feedback. And I guess what's your take on that? Because we all... Now, I'll just try and give it some context. We all have, I guess, come from our different backgrounds, but we all have our own take on where we think the burpee or how we feel the burpee should be performed, whether it's the chest touches the floor, whether the arms just get to, to parallel in terms of the tricep angle or whether it should be below parallel and, and a steeper angle or, or whatever the case might be. But um, you're always going to get, I find anyway, differences or fluctuations in terms of people's perspective of it. What's your take on and why do you find, why do you ask for feedback personally for you? Yeah, it's really interesting. And it's, you know, I think it's, it's such a cool part of the community that we're in is that we're, we're all just looking to improve. Um, mm. I do it, I've done it specifically for the kettlebells because I, from the research I did before getting them, I knew they were quite technical. Yeah. So I wanted to learn from some of my past mistakes where I just jump into an exercise. <laughs> I wanted to come in at least having some understanding of how to do the movements properly. Yeah. Um, burpees, I do it often in the in the burpee videos. I'm always saying, you know, if if anybody sees anything wrong with how I'm doing a burpee, yeah, let me know. Call me out. Mm. I have no problem with that. Um, I, I like to think my burpee form is is pretty pretty yeah. good because um, I work really I hard it on it. Yep. The only thing is I dip my back a little bit, but the problem is is where I work out, it's on a bit of an angle. Yeah. In my opinion, a good form burpee is I'm focused on the push-up. Mm. I'm not really focused on how the, the jump squat is or any, any of those other movements because yeah. that can be done differently. It's yeah. the push-up for me because that's, that's the foundation of what a burpee is. Mm. And to me... You can have for your hands in any position. Doesn't matter because you're going to work different parts of the, the, the arm, so that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's pushing down, and I do it to where my either my chest gets close to hitting the floor or my nose hits the floor. Yep. Um, and and it, it it depends how you're doing it. Yeah, cool. Um, I think people talk about flaring out. I think as long as your arms are at a kind of an a, a, like this and not yep. like this, but it it's the movement. And then when you're coming back up you've got to lock your arms out. Because if mm. you aren't locking your arms out, you're not getting the full benefit of the exercise. Yeah, cool. No, that's great. That's a, that's a very interesting point. Like, I, I think, for me personally, I'm sounds like I'm, I'm aligned with the way that you view the burpee. Um, the yeah. push-up is, a, is an important part, but it's quite interesting. And I don't know how much research you've had. Look, I, I must admit, I haven't done a lot of research into it because I'd rather just put some time and energy into putting some work in rather than researching stuff. Um, but with, with regards to some of those that I've seen, people that have gone into researching a burpee, the burpee is just the hands on the ground, jump the feet back into that plank position and then jump the feet back in and stand up. And apparently that is what a burpee or, or like a, a burpee is. But we have the, I guess from the army side of things or military background perspective, a burpee to me has always incorporated a push-up. Yeah. There's always been a push-up. And then people talk about, you know, people have this, and I know Lee's quite animated about it when he talks about a like a CrossFit style type burpee and it looks like a, a soup sandwich or somebody that's, when they're jumping out, like a cat that's just touched the water and they're springing up out. But um, you know what, I think not, not taking anything away from 
CrossFit, I think what they do as a as a community is fantastic, and there's some absolute machines that you know that can blitz pretty much. They're so well rounded, so athletic, etc. Um, and they seem like really good people, just like people within this burpee community. But when I'm seeing them, and from what I understand anyway, the reason that they're going all the way to lying their body fully on the ground and then getting back up is to maximise that that range of motion or range of movement um, in yeah. terms of what I understand. But yeah. uh, either way, they're incredible things, but I'm aligned with what you're saying. The push-up is an important part. I do hear some people that, you know, for various reasons, and rightly so as well, if they've if they've jacked their elbows or whatever from extending those fully, that's some of their reasons why they don't do that um, yeah. or why they don't lock them out. And that's fine. Like, I'm fine with that. As long as if people are showing up every day, putting in the work, and and they're finding that they're so tying this back to what you said, and they're finding that they're receiving the gains or the improvements that they're wanting to make, then it's got to be a good thing, right? Yeah. What do you what do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. It, it's I don't think it's it, it depends who you're dealing with. If you're mm. dealing with people like us who take what we do extremely seriously, and, and mm. we we actively are asking for forum feedback so it's clear that we have this idea that we should be doing it in a certain way yeah. and we want to try and perfect that but then you, you do have people who you know maybe are just starting out and, yeah. and are taking time to, to grow and to strengthen their body to get to a point where they can do it properly because mm. you know this idea that a push-up is an easy exercise is crazy because most people don't do them properly. Mm-hmm. Um, push-ups are, uh, are a very difficult exercise to do when doing properly. Like yeah. when you hear these guys say, oh, I can do 100 in a row. Nah. Mm-hmm. Not many people can do 100 in a row. Not 100 proper full range of motion push-ups in a row because it's mm-hmm. incredibly hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, you know, once you, once you break the exercise down into the proper components... Yeah. It's a tough exercise to do. Mm. But you're right. For people who are just starting out and they just want to do the plank style burpee to begin with, all the power to you. You're getting your work in yeah. and you're burning some calories. You're making yourself stronger. Um, progress to the next stage once you're ready. Yeah. Not a problem whatsoever. But it's easy to to see that though. Yeah. Like if you're watching one of their videos, it's very easy to to kind of pick that out and say this person is fairly new at this exercise and they want to try and improve. Yeah, true. So it's like if I see Busy Dad pumping through a bunch of Navy SEALs and he's only doing half reps, you bet your ass I'm going to call him out because I know he can do better. Do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, but that's the difference. Yeah, awesome. Oh, man, that's a great perspective. Yeah, I love that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, and I think it'll be helpful as well, for hopefully for people to, to understand where they're at. And, and there is this, oh, I can't remember where I heard it from, but I, I know I heard it from some good friends of mine that we used to serve together and they would, use the saying um, outside of the defence force everybody wants to be held accountable until they're held accountable and then people can start getting defensive and upset and, and I was really interesting listening to Busy Dad um, speaking recently on um, one of his videos I forget the title of the video but he openly speaks about how he, he was getting quite he got defensive initially because he thought that these people were just being trolls and you know he yeah. prides himself like you and I and many others you know we try to pride ourselves on doing the movements correctly and when somebody jumps on and, and you feel like they've been a bit of a troll he was saying he, he felt quite um, annoyed but I love how he dialed that back and it sounds like you do the same he's just gone okay well you know what maybe I need to seriously consider this what am I not doing either that's not correct in the movement of itself or whether it's not to somebody else's standard that's looking looking at what I'm doing but at the end of the day listening to what you're sharing and I, and I feel like we're, we're very similar in, in our thinking here is if I'm if I feel like I'm progressing and I'm getting myself stronger and I may not be at the standard that somebody else has got set for me in their view because they're more advanced or stronger or whatever, um, I'm okay with that uh, personally because I'm ticking off my goals and, and I'm looking at why I'm doing this for me. Exactly. So hopefully that helps some of our listeners um, yeah. through the and, words and that you've shared. To touch on that a little bit too, yeah. you know, I've dialed back a little bit because I was getting into... <laughs> a situation where I was seeing some of the routines that Lee was doing, some of the routines that James was doing mm. in tone. And I was like, I'm, tr- I'm going to try and do that. 
And I learned my lesson when I did, <laughs> when I did Lee's challenge yeah. because I need to remember I don't have a fitness background. I've only been doing this for nine months. And before mm. that, I was a fat lump on the, on the sofa for five years. Resting the beer on the... Belly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so I did Lee's challenge. I couldn't walk for five days. <laughs> and it made me realize you've, you've wasted five days of training opportunity mm. because you're, you couldn't let your ego go and say, probably a little bit too challenging for you dial it back and it wasn't the, yeah. the, the pumping it that was tough it was the jumping squats that jumping did me in yeah. I mean I, I went to I was working in the office the next two days and you should have seen the effort it took for me to go get a cup of coffee I looked ridiculous I was hobbling around like this old man because I couldn't straighten my damn legs out and I was like Christ Sam what are you doing but it made me realize stop getting sucked into these challenges mm. focus on what you need to do yeah. Focus on what your limitations are and only go above those limitations once in a while. Because I think it's, it's, it's beneficial to push yourself to those limits Definitely. Um, once in a while just to see what you can do and, and how you've improved. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I did the 1,300 burpees, mm. I was fine the next day. Mentally, I was destroyed. Yeah. But physically, I wasn't too bad. Lee's challenge destroyed me. <laughs> uh, and it made me realize I need to stop trying to emulate what those guys are doing and focus on my own work and my own mm. progression because I'm at a different level of fitness than those guys mm. and there's nothing wrong with that absolutely man great comments man I love that you've elaborated on that thanks for that I'm going to ask you I've got a few more questions but I'm going to ask you some um, some quick fire questions what's your so Actually, yeah, here's, you've probably already mentioned it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask anyway. What's your favorite cheap meal? Favorite cheap meal, it's got to be pizza and wings. What sort of, what sort of pizza? Um, I'm a big fan of ham and pineapple, but my wife doesn't like that, so we just get pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> ham and pineapple, wife doesn't like it, so pepperoni, okay. Um, what about, so chocolate or ice cream, if you could only choose one and eat one? Chocolate or chocolate. ice cream? Chocolate. chocolate. Okay. Pizza or chocolate? Pizza. Pizza. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, favorite movie? Oh, Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. Is that uh, <laughs> Kurt Russell? That's Kurt Russell. <laughs> Kurt Russell, man. It's, it's a proper 90s. Uh... Yeah. How, how old are you, sorry? 33. 33. Oh, man. Look, yeah. I was like. I thought, well, yeah, I'm I'm 43, so I uh, I thought when you said big trouble, little child, I was like, hey, is he the same age as me? <laughs> Anywho, let's go past that. Biggest fear? Oh goodness, um, not a big fan of heights, but I guess my biggest, yeah, probably heights. Heights, cool. Uh, let's go. Who wins out of Robert McCall? Do you know who Robert McCall is? Robert McCall is the the character that Denzel Washington plays in The Equalizer. Have you seen that oh, movie? Okay. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. So, who wins out of Robert McCall or The Equalizer? Jack Reacher, John Wick, Jason Bourne, or James Bond? John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, that, that makes I love better. John Wick. John Wick. All right. Uh, where are we? Oh, here we go. So, you're 33. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of growth since you were back in, tw your, in your 20s. If, knowing what, if you knew what you know now and you could go back and speak to your 20-year-old self, what would you tell yourself? Oh, my God. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything at 20. Mm. Um, so knowing what you know now at 33, you could go back and you could speak to yourself. At how, let's put a time frame on this. You could only speak to yourself there for a minute what would you tell yourself man that's a good question um don't worry about what people think don't worry focus on yourself yep. focus on your own growth and and put yourself first at that age awesome nice that's cool i like that don't worry about what people think put yourself first focus on yourself um, yeah, for, for that time you're talking about, eh, at that age? I think at 20, yeah. yeah. Put yourself first. You've got nice. no responsibilities. 
make sure that you're set up as best as you possibly can. Beautiful, man. That's cool. Uh, favorite genre of music? Heavy metal. Heavy metal. Favorite, Huge so, heavy metal fan. So who's the who's the uh, what's the what's the name of one of the the bands or groups? Machine Heads probably one of my favorites. Machine Heads. All right. Um, right now, oh, let me ask you. Uh, the Glasgow Rangers are known for what? Football. Oh, that was your opportunity to, to say that wrong. I just wanted, it, so far, every time I've asked that question, aside from you, everybody's got it wrong. So I've just, it's just made my day. Each time, <laughs> each time I see Lee's face and somebody gets it wrong. <laughs> um, all right. Here's an opportunity for you to shout out a few people. You get to shout out only three people. Not just from the burpee community, three people in the world. Who would they be? <laughs> God, man, you. <laughs> Number you one, the only... burpee community. I, I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna count them as a whole. I know that's not the best answer, but you know what everybody's been able to achieve. Mike, you can probably hear my kids in the background. They just came on. <laughs> um, my daughter is super cranky. Um, <laughs> The Burpees community as a whole, okay. and, and, and I know that's not the best answer, but it's the honest truth because every single person who is, who is in this community that we've kind of created has, is, is helping me daily do what I do, yeah. and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do what I'm doing now without them, mm-hmm. and that's you, Lee, but everybody, um, so it's a huge thank you to, to, to them. Um, an, another shout out for me would be Jordan Henderson who is the captain of Liverpool Football Club. Um, I'm a big, 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 big Liverpool supporter. I've supported him my whole life. And he's a huge inspiration to me because when he first came to the club, he was a nobody. Wow. Um, he didn't play particularly well. Um, he wasn't liked by the fans for the first few years. But he has turned himself into one of the best captains that the club has ever had. Um, and he's done done it all because of just pure hard work. Nice. Um, and seeing what he's been able to achieve is a huge inspiration. And someone actually asked me, why do you have a Henderson football shirt and not like a Gerard one or one of the famous players? And this was yeah. the answer I gave him. Mm. Um, so, awesome. and, and he's now um, the captain now, Jordan Henderson. He's, he's the, the captain. Yeah, he's the captain. Yep. Wow. And he's he's absolutely fantastic right. so and he's not the most gifted football player it's yeah. it's his his work ethic and his leadership qualities that that make him so good awesome um and then a third person i couldn't i can't even think of a third person you can't think um, of a third person oh there's my you here my daughter <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, I, I can't think of a third person. What if I gave you a clue? Does you, does uh, your other half listen? Would she listen to this podcast? She probably will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, mean, it's better, I better say her. <laughs> <laughs> good work. Good work. Right. <laughs> no, but to be, you know, it, all seriousness aside, she. All jokes aside, sorry. Mm. She's amazing. You know, yeah. she, she she supported me from from day one, and you know, she, we've been through some tough times. You know, with my yeah. brother, um, and and putting up with me because I'm <laughs> a pain in the ass. Um, she is she is fantastic. So yeah, she yeah. definitely deserves a shout out. Yeah, awesome. I'm pleased to hear that. That's great. Your your sweetheart, your wife. Um, and the last question I've got for you here, brother, before we look to give you the opportunity to wrap up with any final comments is finish this sentence. My favorite podcast is Moose Wet Suffer. <laughs> yes. Good work. <laughs> so, mate, I, um, I just want to take some final few moments here 
just to really acknowledge you, Sam. Um, you're a massive influence and a great example and a great person within the community. Uh, I consider you like a brother, uh, a family member, a friend, a close friend. You're a very good example to me and to those of us within this community. We're blessed to have you as part of the community and the work that you do and the example that you set and even the advice that you give, whether it's at the start, um, your openness and honesty at the start, whether you're feeling crap, whether you're feeling well, you turn up and you, you try to put in your best effort each day. At the end of your videos, often there's some, some good counsel there uh, for those that may be watching and listening and or aspiring or feeling inspired by what you do. So just would love for you to continue that on because I know it helps me and it helps others uh, that are part of this community. So just thank you again for being on this podcast with us. Um, you're definitely somebody that we would love to stay or that we will stay connected with. We'd love to have on again. Thank you for your rawness and honesty and openness with us, particularly around some very challenging and tough topics. But um, if I could say anything as uh, to you as a friend is that we love and appreciate what you do and hopefully, you know, as the days go by and the months go by and, and the years go by, that that burden and that weight of whatever happened between you and your brother can become a little lighter because I'm sure uh, your brother wouldn't be wanting you to carry that. I know your parents wouldn't. I know that you know those of us within this community don't want you to be carrying that because uh, we're, we're blessed and privileged to have you, bro. So keep up the awesome work. And, um, mate, it's been a privilege and an honour to have you on. So you can take away with any final comments and please feel free to jab um, and, and get stuck into Lee as much as you like before you leave. That can be a parting gift for him for being slack and not showing up here. Um, but mate, over to you. I appreciate it, Joe. Thank you so much. Um, I guess the final words would be if you're watching this and you're wondering when is a good time to start doing burpees, um, start doing it now. Because I'm a, I'm a prime example of someone who came literally from sitting on my ass for five years and not doing anything to someone who started off doing 10 push-ups, 10 burpees, and have slowly progressed up to where I am now. And I, I like to think I'm at a decent level. Um, you, c you can do it. You've got to focus on, on your diet because that's important. You're not going to be able to continue to do the level of reps that we do if you don't look after yourself. But don't look after yourself too much because mm -hmm. food is an important part of your life and it's an important part of, of happiness and, and enjoying food. 80-20 um, is a great rule to go by. It's what I go mm -hmm. by and it's doing me fine. Um, but just start doing it. Start doing it slowly. Just a few reps here, a few reps there. Um, taking the advice from Jared Miller's podcast. Mm. Um, if you just do, if you can only do five burpees, do two every hour. If you can, for 10 hours, you've done 20. Mm -hmm. You will progress. I promise you, you will progress. It's an exercise that, um, that has an extreme level of progression to where you can get up to some crazy numbers. Um, so I, I hope that my story and what I can do and what I've achieved in, mm. in 10 months, 11 months um, can, can inspire you to, to get out there and do it because you can. Awesome. And there's a great community of us as well. We're all here mm. to support you. So if you're starting out, we're here to support you. We're here to help you. Um, and, and a lot of us will do anything we can to do that. So, yeah. Awesome, man. And don't pay any attention to Lee if he tries to say he discovered you. Just, just, <laughs> if anything, block that guy. Block him and delete his comments from your uh, from your videos. <laughs> no, awesome, man. Great counsel, great words. Um, actually, you just reminded me, sorry, just to come back. Your, your comments and how you tied this back to um, <clears throat> looking at why you're doing this in the first place and you're doing it for yourself, um, taking the time, as you mentioned, to, to research and get yourself right to push those limits um, on both the physical aspect of the training these are just some of the notes that I'm just looking at now that I forgot to mention when I was just acknowledging at the end but it's okay to push yourself and to suffer a bit and to feel that pain because as you mentioned then you're starting to uh, receive some of those gains that are going to come, come about as a result of that so don't always take the easy path um, but it's okay to take a recovery or a lighter session as, as you go along so yeah just 
great counsel, great words, mate. And um, again, privileged to have you on the podcast. Thanks very much, Sam. Thank you, Joe. On behalf of Lee as well, because I know he would have, he, he did want to be here. So even though we've been ripping him, or I have probably more so, um, Lee did want to be here. And he does send his sincere apologies to the community and that as well for not being on this particular one. But yeah, just life has happened for him today with the children and uh, getting his booster jab and all that sort of stuff. So he sends his uh, apologies and his appreciation to yourself, Sam, and to the community. Thank you, Joe.